Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm talking about is, when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? I'm here. <clears throat> hey, y'all. It's your girl, D. Scott, on this Tell the Truth Tuesday, September 6, 2016. So I just left City Hall, some some big things going on down there. And City Hall has never been so packed as I've seen it tonight. And we'll get into all that next week. So hopefully I will have some good news for you guys on Tell the Truth Tuesday next week. So I'm also eating this delicious chicken. So today's show is called Builder Break. And so I have these issues with people that either based on appearances or what they think or what they think they know, that they think they know me and they don't. So I came up with a concept um, a couple of years ago. Actually, I copied it from Bethany Frankel, um, who basically was like, you're coming from a place of yes or you're coming from a place of no. There is no in between. So when you enter a situation, are you coming from a place where you're going to say yes, or you're going to try to say yes, or you come from a place where automatically you're going to say no. You didn't even hear the proposal, nothing, you're just going to say no. So for me, I enter um, relationships like that. So it's always funny to me when men or whomever, females in relationships, whatever, business or otherwise, um, think that they've gotten over or think that, you know, I'm just this nice person. That's not what it really is. If I came to build something, I came to build it, okay, which means that it doesn't matter, you know, when you're when you're building a, a structure, any structure, whether it's a relationship or whether it's a home or whatever, there's going to be unexpected expenses, unexpected costs, all those things. If you really want it to get built, you're going to stand still and you're going to build it. Now, when I come to break, that's another story. So this is important for me to remind myself of that tonight before I get on the Married Men Don't Talk show because I'm sure that the gentleman that had many words to say to me via the Internet, thumb thug style, um, calling me a bitch, calling me a nigga, saying all these things and all this stuff, all I said was, all I said was, if you have something negative to say about black women, because I'm presuming his mother is black, write it down on a piece of paper and go home and give it to your mother, Okay. And the reason that I say that is because there's a lot of issues with young men that grew up not knowing how to love because of their mother or not receiving that maternal um, structure in their home. Maybe they were daddy's boys. I don't know. But you got anything bad to say about black women, go home and tell your mom. Maybe she can help you out because I can't. Mm. So tonight 
I'm struggling with having to get on this show and, you know, talk about a topic I'm very familiar with. On their show this evening, it's going to be about people who play the victim. And, you know, I, I can just imagine all the things that they're going to say about women and neglect to talk about how men play the victim, like, you know, Oh, you know, the man was after me and I lost my job. Yeah, 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 I had been late a couple of times, but that ain't got nothing to do with what happened or, you know, the bus broke down and, you know, all this other stuff. And, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that that one time I had smoked weed on vacation, had nothing to do with nothing, you know what I'm saying, I got fired over that. Yeah, because you had no business doing the shit. Um, another time men play victim is when they blame everything on the baby's mother, you know, or the ex-wife. It's her fault. She did it because she took your penis. She raped you. So she took your penis, stuck it inside of her with a gun to your head, made you ejaculate inside of her, and that's how she had the baby. And it's all her fault. I can totally see where you can understand that. And then they get mad at child support. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Love and Hip Hop, but Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, Masika Kalasia, actually did a song with Fetty Wap over the summer. Don't recall the name. Don't care. I don't really listen to that. So, um, but I do love the fact that they were able to work it out, and he had come to his senses. He just had another baby, so I think in total he has three children, two girls, one boy, um, and the little boy is older. However, we watched a very normal trend go on on this particular show, which was she had been calling him, hey, I'm pregnant, this is going on, that's going on, and he wouldn't respond. He comes out publicly and states that he... You know, he don't know who the father of the baby is. Now, one thing about hoes is that, and, and Masika wasn't never a hoe. She might have been just a little bit, you know, just a little thirsty, you know, trying to holler at dudes like Molly Mall, you know, Marley Mall and that, what money. But for the most part, she was still out there. She was working. She was hustling. She was handling her business. So she gets pregnant by Freddie Watt. And um, the entire time she's pregnant, seven months in. He ain't came to see her. He's denying it. Now, they was together the entire, like, last month, I guess, because the baby's, you know, born now. Don't do that. And then y'all men wonder why women go and put you on child support and go put you on papers. Because when we tried to trust you the first time and say to you, like, hey, just give me this amount of money, you know, every week, and I'm good with that. Most women start out smaller than what the courts would give them. That's a fact. Unless you like some major athlete or some major entertainer, something like that, which even you got to be careful with entertainers because they have to prove their money. If you're looking at dudes that just, you know, go around and make beats, he could claim he don't make no money. So unless he won a BMI award, which congratulations to those who did just over the past weekend down there in Miami, um, if he ain't won no BMI award, then I don't know what to tell you. You have to prove that income. So now you have a situation where, the gentleman, you know, Fetty Wap actually starts, you know, they're like, I don't know what happened. He came to a census. Yeah, he got served them goddamn papers saying this is what the fuck he was going to have to pay. Now, let's be clear. She went and had the nursery done. She was living in a nice house already. And, you know, everything was, was on the up and up. And she did that on her own money. You know, and that that's the whole point. Children shouldn't have to be, you know, your job as a parent is to keep your, your, your sons off the pipe and your daughters off the pole. So I was happy to see that that relationship, you know, even though it dissolved, they were able to be cool, you know what I'm saying, after the fact. So now you have a situation where um, I have to get on the show tonight and speak about because the question, and I said this to you guys yesterday, was who are you? And it was funny because that's such a complex and intertwined question that 
It depends on what day you're asking me. Who I am first is I'm a woman, I'm a mother, you know what I'm saying, a black woman at that, and a mother. So everything else after that is just extra. And so I, I was asking my brother Saladin, like, you know, why would he say that? Like, you know, because I'm, I'm easy to, to find as far as um, – Business-wise, like if you were looking for my books or if you were looking for something like that, I'm easy to find that way. So I have the opportunity to build with this gentleman because I did a little research on him and I found out that he has been broken, probably happened around 2014. And I have the opportunity as a black woman to stand up and say, okay, I get that this is what happened to you, but not all black women. I have to do the reverse now. I have to do the same thing that black men have to do all the time to black women. Go figure, right? So... Leading off that, I want to talk about my relationship status and my situation. So you know that we're at the height of cuffing season. The fourth was actually draft day. Had a prominent draft, had a couple of draft picks or whatever, whatever. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, you know, my West Coast shorty, you know, is, is back in communication because he'll actually be in town uh, later on this week um, for business. You know, he has a, you know, he does what he does, but he also has a side business that he does. So he'll be in town. I haven't seen him since you know, Valentine's Day, so or around that time, February in Toronto. So, you know, and we were supposed to see each other in Boston. That's that whole character, and I didn't want to go there and kill him, so, the, you know, things happen. But I have the opportunity to build or break with him. And, you know, one of the things that I don't like talking about is finances, and I don't like talking about finances with my significant other because, you know, you're not my husband. So it's not necessary for me to know what you make. It's not necessarily, you know, for you to – to know what I make, and, and let's just leave it at that. Like, when you start involving money into situations, I feel like these are things that are none of my business. So I um, I have the opportunity that I could have just not spoke to him or whatever, but he would have made it exceedingly difficult for me not to see him because he would have shown up at my job. So I think I'm going to take that opportunity to be able to sit down and build with him and say, these are the things that you did that I did not appreciate, that I did not like. He was maybe three years out of a divorce. I'm, you know, damn near 10 years out of a divorce on 2017. It'll be 10 years. So, you know, it's different. So then I have the cat that I was seeing, you know, locally, which y'all know I don't do that. So locally, truly, honestly, everything's cool. You know, we was just going with the flow. You know, and I said to him, you know, I would like to spend some more time with you just because, you know, we live in such close proximity that it's like if I was going to – I see you as much as I would somebody if I hopped on a plane or a jet and was out of town. So, you know, he came by, and that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, men, if y'all didn't get offered a plate yesterday, you either are not important or you're the side dude. If you ain't get invited to no barbecue, you're not that important to her. So for me, because I always, when it comes to food and things like that, I cook. So I like to feed people and make sure they're okay. And did you eat? Did you have something to drink? And I'm a care. I'm a nurturer. That's what I do. So, but it's unfortunate that I'm in a situation right now, and we won't talk about that on this show, but I'm in a situation right now where I need to be nurtured. I need somebody to kind of try to look after me a little bit and make sure I'm okay. And I'm just not finding it in this particular gentleman because I don't think he came here to build. I think he came here to break. I think that everything within him is broken on some level, and so he'll have glimpses of happiness and glimpses of, you know, when I can make him smile or things like that. And I said, you know, for seven days, I'm going to be extremely nice to you. I said, I'm going to be real nice. I'm going to tell you, you know, I'm going to love on you and all this other stuff. And um, I'm going to see if that changes any your behavior towards me because maybe because of my abrasiveness or whatever, whatever. Mm. So all week everything's been cool, but his mouth. I mean, and and for me to say something about somebody's mouth, I mean, y'all know that's got to be bad. And it's just like he says the wrong shit at the wrong goddamn time. You hear my cat? She says my name. 
What, Mama? Say, Mama. Say, Mama. See, she do what she want to do. So her name is Psycho, by the way, my cat. Um, She's a house cat, so you'll never be able to lure her outside anywhere. So, you know, with this particular gentleman, I just, I realized today, you know, he says, um, well, what are we? And I said to him, and, and, you know, maybe he doesn't know this, but, like, I'm very keen on relationship roles and things like that, and I'm very keen on the fact that I don't dictate relationships. So as a man... If you don't want to lock it down, cool. I ain't gonna. Ne- that's just not a question that I would ever ask. Like, what are we? You know what I'm saying? So, because I don't really need a title. I don't need to put a label on anything. I don't need a title. I just need to be clear. You know. So, out of respect for my own body, I don't um, break. I don't go and sleep with other people and things like that. If I'm sleeping with one person, just because that's just that's not what I do. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's a situation that puts me in danger, puts other people in danger, especially if they came to break and I'm here to build. So I tried to build with this cat and I'm having a conversation with him and he's becoming more and more exceedingly disrespectful verbally. And I'm just like, you know, I'm trying really hard to build with you and I wanted to take seven days. We're four days in right now. I got three more days just to prove a point, you know, because a lot of people don't understand that you accept the love that you think you deserve. I know what I deserve, and it's not that. I don't deserve to be disrespected. I don't, And I mean disrespected on my level, like my new shit that might not mean nothing to you, but it means everything to me because I'm going through something right now, and he's very clear about what I'm going through. So I'm not saying be extra nice to me, but just be cognizant of that when you're throwing around, you know, things about, you know, say my weight or things about, you know, and a lot of you get all sensitive about shit like that. I was married to somebody that was very obsessed with my weight and what I ate and, you know, because that's what he does for a living. So it's, it's you know, this one not so much, but he is younger than me. So, you know, I said to him, you know, I'm I'm in a situation where, I don't I don't need anything from you. So, you know, I said, as a man, it would be nice that maybe if one day you went and bought flowers or maybe you, you know, you, you started the, the situation off with, hey, I saw this little thing and I got it for you because I, I thought that you would like that. I noticed that you like this kind of ice cream, so I, I went and I got it for you just because, right, because then that would put me in the situation where I would say, you know what, because he's like me, he doesn't need clothes either, I'm sure. Um, you know, it puts me in the mind frame of, okay, well, you know, that was really sweet. So now I want to be sweet to him. Everything is, is reciprocity. So, you know, when people talk about the five love languages and shit like that, and if I had to guess, he's probably someone that is gifts and kind words. Me, I'm all about actions. You know, I don't really care about the gifts. I'm all about actions. I'm all about, did you take the time to say, you know what, let me grab your car. I'm going to go take it and get it cleaned out for you. I'm going to go take it and get detailed. Did you, you know what I'm saying, did you take the time to say, you know what, I know I'll be talking shit about your hair because I can see your grades here. Here's $100. Here's $150. Go get your hair done. Chill. Go get your feet done. Little shit, right? Because... I don't need the big shit. I have all the big shit. I don't. I just need somebody to, you know, like if I needed a minute, you know, your your partner should be somebody that is your place of peace. And so we had peace. We had a wonderful evening. Everything was cool. Wonderful day. We just hanging out. And all of a fucking sudden, the fuckboy tendencies come out. And then he starts breaking. Now, I'm still in build mode because I really want to slap the shit out of him. But I can't do that because I'm like, I'm trying to... Not turn over a new leaf, but I have a lot of stuff going on right now. And, again, I'm going to share it with you guys when the time is right, but I have a lot of stuff going on right now, so I really don't have time to deal with titles and labels. And, you know, well, if I had to say what we were, I would say that we're friends, just like close friends. And I said, but the thing is, I don't fuck my friends. I don't. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a situation where it's like, 
you know, you may think that we're friends and you can think that until we cross that border and then we're at brunch and then you're like, okay, well, we just friends. Okay, well, then my friends sleep in separate rooms. My friends can do whatever they want to do and talk to females, whatever, and I'm going to talk to dudes. And I just, I don't think that that's what he meant by that. So I just think that when you don't know, you just shut the fuck up and you just let it flow. You know, I wasn't the one asking you, like, what are we? Because I don't care. As long as we're spending time and we're hanging out, everything's good. So I don't mind making all the reservations because he's not a tactical guy. He's the guy that if you tell him, be at this place at this time, if he's not doing anything, he's there. You know, so this makes a perfect travel buddy. This makes a perfect person to go grab dinner with, perfect person to go to concerts with. I don't have a problem scheduling all that shit because that's what I do. I'm a planner. But I'm doing it because I'm trying to build with you. I don't necessarily want to keep you. I just want to make sure that whatever experience it is that we have, it's very different from what you're experiencing already in your life. And so when you say things to me that I know for a fact that perhaps maybe you have said to other people, this upsets me because it means that you think that I'm just like everybody else and I'm really fucking not. Because if that was the fucking case, I should have been asking you for money for, for this and asking you for money for that because that's what they do. I don't do shit like that. If I'm going to ask for some money, it's going to be for, like, like I had a conversation with him, and I said, well, you know, they have shipping containers anywhere from 2500 to four grand, And he's like, well, what the fuck do you need a shipping container for? So I went on the page. I showed him what I needed it for. But those are the, like, if I'm going to ask for some money, it's going to be for shit like that. It's going to be for renovations. It's going to be for something that's going to better our friendship. Like, you know, I, I you know, was down at the city, and I wanted to purchase a property. I said, go half with me on the property. Okay, we literally, when I say we're talking $2.50, because I say I, I want to feel like we're a partner in something. So if you can't even go half with me on a property, you know, that no, we're not going to rent it. I'm not renting it out. I just want to buy it. Then fine, I'll just buy it myself. And then thus adds to my level of assholeness in the world because I do everything on my own. So it would be nice if somebody would be able to pick up the pieces for me sometime so that I wouldn't have to break in half trying to build with everybody. You know, because you can't build with everybody. Some people, you have to break their motherfucking ass. And I feel like he's trying to break me in half, and it's like, motherfucker, I'm a whole person. You know what I'm saying? But my mind ain't right, so I'm probably the last person of all your shenanigans and everything that it is that you do that's not going to work with me. So if I'm trying to treat you different, like, I don't take, you know, one thing about me, like, I can't take one dude to a specific restaurant that I've took somebody else to. A, they would know, B, the, the wait staff would know, and C, I would tell you, like, oh, this is where I bring all my hoes. So we had a rule. He's like, I don't want to go nowhere you done been with, with other people. Okay, no problem. McDonald's, McDonald's included, Popeye's included. You know, and I just feel like you want me to bow down to you, and that's another thing that we're going to talk about is submission. I'm su- to submit to my husband. You're not my fucking husband. That would never in the history of niggerdom ever happen. But instead of you sitting back and enjoying the ride, you want a break. And so when you're in a situation where you came to build, you're trying to show somebody something different, a different lifestyle, a different way to flip money, a different way to, to be, you know, held socially accountable for things and fiscally accountable for things, Um you get to a place where you're like, I'm just tired. So I told him today, I was like, well, we just friends. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that you can identify what it is because I would never put a label on what it is that we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So now it puts me in a weird position as a female because now it looks like I want something more than that. I never said that. What I'm saying, if you're listening, is that you didn't have to label it. You didn't have to fuck the day up by saying, what are we? 
I would not like I would just not do that to a guy. And now I understand why guys hate that shit because it puts you on the spot. Because you're like, I don't want to lose this person, but at the same time. You want to know. So if you want to know and you really truly believe that you're the man in the relationship, then you tell me what it is. So you tell me we're friends, cool. I don't got to – first of all, I don't have male friends because I was dealing with him. So now I can have male friends, right? So the guy that's coming in this weekend, I don't sleep with him. So that is my friend. That's what I would consider a friend, somebody I don't talk to. I ain't talked to that motherfucker since March. And it me is because – you know, he'll be in town this week, and he'll be here for quite some time, you know. So since you don't want to be left with the responsibility of anything else of being just friends, then I'll drive myself to my appointments and do all the things that I need to do when really I was hoping that I would be able to depend on somebody just for one time, just be able to take me where I need to go so I don't have to drive or whatever, whatever. But, you know, such is life. It's it's still cuffing season. Like I said, I still got a roster that I need to put together. I did try to put it on hold just personally because I was trying to build with this character. It doesn't mean, you know, that I looked at him and he's like, well, something about a boyfriend. I said, but I'm 41 years old. I don't have boyfriends. Well, how would you classify somebody if you was dealing with them? I said, I would say that's my man. I would never say, like, that's my boyfriend. Just like I would never want somebody to be like, that's my girlfriend. Like, I'm a lioness. There's no way that you would be able to just fit me in this little box and say, that's my girlfriend. I would would not want to settle and just be that anyways. So, you know, with that being said, I'm going to leave the show because I'm trying to calm myself down before I get on this other show because I feel like dude that is on the other show is coming to break. And so when you put me in a situation where you came to break and I've tried to build with you several times, you're going to get a very, very bad result. And so unfortunately, you know, and I don't pre-script this stuff. I don't preempt it. But I'm just saying here today at 6.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on on September 6th, I did not go on that show that I'm about to be on later tonight, 9.30 MMDTS. You can hashtag it on blogtalkradio.com. You can hashtag MMDTS. Married Men Don't Talk show. This topic tonight is always the victim or playing the victim, something like that. I did not go on this show to break this man in half, but I promise you, if he comes at me the wrong way again with that talking to me, like like you wouldn't talk to my father like that. You wouldn't talk to any man I ever dealt with like that. So you see it fit to speak to me like that, then we have a problem. So with that being said, I am hoping that I'm going to be able to um, contain myself and be you know what I'm saying, a hundred, and that he gets something out of it. Every day, you know, I try to go into a situation where I'm trying to teach somebody something. So whether it's something minute, just teach somebody something like, oh, no, you don't need this for that, or no, you don't need this for that. You know, so right now I got my family coming in town. I'm on my way back to City Hall. I'll be posting on that situation. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully I have some more information, more truths to tell you guys next week on Tell the Truth Tuesday and Manic Money, but I'm going to leave you with Dreezy again. Thank you.